Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Keynote Podcast. This is a podcast where I, Solaris, interview my some of my favorite up-and-coming producers in the electronic music scene. Today, I don't have one guest here, but I have two people here with me in the call. I have David. Hello. And I have Izzy. Hello. They're both from the Project In Fowler which is a crazy duo. They're kind of somewhat new on the scene, but they've got some really kind of cool, innovative, melodic EDM. They've had some releases recently with labels like Exobolt, Rushdown, O4 Collective, Form, and Voyager. And they've had some collaborations with some other artists you may know, such as Dossie X, Skybreak, Disdain, and Marsix. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Hi, glad to be here. All right. So the first question that I just want to ask you guys um, has to kind of do with just how did you guys get into music, first of all? Just kind of, how did that start then? Uh, all right. Um, so what got me into music? I honestly, uh, I've been into music pretty much my whole life. Um, from a young age, my dad would show me like classic rock, and I was into that for a little bit. Um, and around like, I think I was like seven or so, I got into like, techno and like rave beats or whatever and i would just look up like 2011 techno mix and then i would just jam out to that um and then from techno it just kind of evolved into all right now i like edm and then my my friend at the time um he showed me uh wow there's this up-and-comer at the time named skrillex and um yo no way it's kind of crazy um and he showed me like scary monsters i got into that song a lot and kill everybody and then you know obviously like bangerang and stuff and yeah we got into his music a lot um so i listened to skrillex for a little bit and then probably in like 2012 and then eventually around 2013 early 2013 i moved on to monster cat which you know another big label uh during the the golden years thankfully um and i got into like a bunch of like old monster cat songs um I believe the first one I properly listened to was the Nitro Fun remix of Televisor Old School. I like I thought that was so cool. Um still do. It's actually still on my playlist. Um and eventually I got into, you know, like Virtual Riot and it just kind of pretty much went from there to be honest. And how about you, Izzy? Um well, I got into like music. So I was a big Minecraft kid. Uh, I I was uh, I always was like playing Minecraft and stuff when I was a lot smaller. Uh, like I'm talking like 2010, 2011 era. So like I got into music like from like Dead Mouse and like like Ghosts and stuff, and uh, also Skrillex as well, um, for sure. And like also when like Energy Drink came out and like all that stuff, I was around for a lot of that. And then I kind of fell off for like a, a couple of years. I didn't really listen to much stuff. Um, Apart from like my a lot of my family are really into like the Beatles and like that kind of side of music where it's like the old kind of rock kind of stuff, like Led Zeppelin, um, all that kind of stuff. So I was really into that for a while. Um, uh, so I didn't really actually listen to that much electronic music. And then um one day, I think it was like 2016, I like kind of rediscovered like Monster Cat in that sort of golden era. Uh and uh yeah no i got really heavily back into it again and then a couple years later like i'd say a year year and a half or so um i like started messing around with like my brother's midi controller that he had in um at my dad's place uh and um 
yeah, from there it was basically history. I got slowly more and more into it, and now I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. So was there like a certain artist in particular that kind of inspired both of you to kind of make music then? Just curious, either one of you. Yeah. I'd say um, like Daisy first. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, yeah, it's basically mine. I was like, I, I, a little bit less now, but back in the day, I was like such a Virtual Riot fanboy. I would listen to all the songs that would come up, subscribe to his channel, wait. I would go back to his like old uploads. And most of my old songs on my SoundCloud from like 2015 are all like Virtual Riot ripoffs. So, like, yeah, it was very, very Virtual Riot. Yeah. So it Me seems too. like. Yeah, a lot of, you know, people who I've interviewed on this podcast and just kind of a lot of just people in general in this, you know, whole kind of community, we all kind of came from the same background, which I think is really cool to see. It was a very iconic year of um, electronic music, I feel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like gaming then bringing us to music, which is, I guess, kind of most of us got into, you know, music from, you know video games and like minecraft like you said um but it's just kind of really cool to kind of see that we all kind of came from the same background and that we all still have kind of you know stuck together through all that time yeah for mm -hmm. sure and then i kind of want to know how did you two meet like yeah how did that happen oh funny mm. story <laughs> it's a pretty <laughs> funny story um so back in like 2018 uh i used to stream like pretty often it was like weekly like i had a schedule and everything and i was like streaming um i used to do like uh like production and like feedback streams and stuff and um so it was like i literally remember the date because i, I still have it recorded um it was june 1st 2018 i did a uh, a really long stream and i was uh feedbacking a lot um and izzy just kind of was just showed up um <laughs> and she was like, yo, can I send a track in the chat? And I was like, yes. Because at the time, I, that's just how I did it. You just send a track. Um, so I got to a track. I was like, yo, this is really sick. And then um, I just gave her feedback, kind of moved on. It was kind of, you know, whatever. And then um, uh, she started joining like VCs that I that I was in with uh, with uh, Sekai, uh, Tiago. Because uh, he used to do streams. Well, he still does. Um, and yeah, and, uh, I used to have after parties as well for my streams, like, uh, in my, my server VC and she would join there too. So basically we just started talking a lot. Um, eventually though, uh, we, um, we're doing a remix comp for a friend and we, and she was, we were both working on like separate remixes and, um, she uh, she showed me what she was working on. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And I had like a bunch of ideas. Uh, I was very like inspired from it. So I was like, hey, you want to collab on this? Uh, so um, we kind of collabed on it with like separate aliases at the time. Um, I found it really fun uh, because back in 2015, um, not really a lot of people know this because I kind of just like it was kind of like just something that happened. But um, back in like 2015, when Infallor started, I uh, it used to be a duo with somebody else. Um, but um, he left like a year in, so it was basically just me for a while. And then up to when I met Izzy, um, again I really enjoyed working with her 
on the remix. So I was like, hey, you know what? I had a lot of fun. Do you want to do Infowler with me? Do be a duo. It was really weird because we literally only knew each other, I think, at the time for maybe a month or two. So it was kind of it was kind of suspicious, kind of sus. But um, no, honestly, uh, I'm kind of glad that I I, <laughs> I am glad that I did. Um, and that's that's basically what happened. It was just kind of like just kind of spiraled from there. We started working on music together, and then here we are now. And so then, like working together, is there something that one of you excels at more than the other? I'd say um, David's a lot better, like kind of songwriting in general, than I am. But like honestly, you'd be really surprised at how equal it is. Um, at times, like uh, there there are definitely moments where someone does a lot and the other doesn't do much. But like, it's really uh, it's really like fifty fifty a lot of the time. Like um, most of, like the ideas and like all that. Like we have like a like a folder. That we can just drag stuff in and it will immediately sync up to like both our PCs, like the project file. We have like samples that we use, like a made and all that stuff. Like we share all of that with each other. Um, and like, so basically, like, whenever like there's an infowler song that, like, either if it doesn't get finished or like whatever, we both work on it like very equally. Um, but obviously, there's like the occasion where like someone finishes the whole thing in like a day <laughs> and sometimes one of us is more inspired with the the thing that we're working on and like we'll finish it or whatever honestly i would say izzy's very good at um at experimenting i'm very like preset that i've made add that put in the effects that i know work boom sounds cool but izzy's good at just like fuck it i'm not doing any of that i'm just gonna make something experimental <laughs> so I would say that's our like our key points mm-hmm. for each All other. Right. And so then as a duo, then how does writing together as a duo like differ from, you know, writing in the solo context? You get um, a lot of help. It's, it's a lot easier. <laughs> it is a lot easier because instead of just like you sitting down, you have to finish a whole song. If you want vocals, you got to pay for it. You got to do all the work, the promo, if you're not, you know, releasing it on a label and stuff. But if you have like someone, like if you're in a duo and you both are good at certain things, like Izzy's good at like art and design as well. So she can make fucking, you know, the art and also in like visuals and stuff. And um, as well with the music. So it's like, and I, so yeah, kind of we work together in that kind of sense. Um, yeah. So just curious, Izzy, so you've like done some of like the art for some of you know the Infowler releases. Like I'm yeah, looking yeah, at your SoundCloud so, right now and I'm looking at, for example, the... like the Ocean EP. Okay, so the Ocean EP was sort of a collaboration, sort of not. So the Ocean EP, it was like the I did like an initial kind of sketch of what we wanted it to be. And then um, my friend Ava drew the actual illustration and then on top of that i did some like post-processing and i also did the typography um and then if you want to look at like other things on the page i also the same process was for the the rushers remix it was also done by the same person and me um and then um the soundcloud art and banner that we've been using like even the old one before so the one we're using right now i made i didn't make the logos on them but i made the background and then i also did the the mar six need you now remix as well and then if you scroll back there's like more stuff i think if you scroll back far enough you see arts that i made so just don't 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Yep. <laughs> I just scrolled back all the way. All right. So, you know, moving on from that, then, um, how does the creative process work? How does it work when you go when you guys go about writing music? Is there any like purpose or goal that you guys have in mind when you're creating a song? Um, sometimes, not all the time. Like, there's a we we uh very often it's just like we had like an idea and we just threw it in our Google Drive and like to see what the other person does. But sometimes we have like a goal in mind. Like sometimes we'll start an idea, not really know what to do much with it, and then like we'll have an idea. Like, what if we did this and this and this and this? Um, and that's like how a lot of our songs come about. Like a lot of our songs, we kind of know how we want it to go before it's done. Um, but like, cr- like most of the time when we start something, we don't have like, oh, let's make a future-based song. Like we don't think that really. It's usually just like accidents or or just like us messing around with like different stuff. And so I'm just curious then with that, where do you guys kind of draw a lot of inspiration from? Like musical wise, um, other creative mediums? Recently, I've, I've personally for me, I've been really inspired by like the new Porter Robinson album. Really good. Um, I really like the um, Meme Yudofu stuff uh, that uh, he puts out um obviously like old virtual riot i like a lot of the stuff on the new album as well the new vr album uh if you're talking like underground i've been listening to a lot of like fritz and um trying to think a cloudy sky is really good Mm -hmm. uh i believe a cloudy sky was on this podcast um and like i i used to listen to a lot of like old monster cats so like i'd say world and um like that crowd Mm -hmm. glacier Yeah. Yeah. I mean, pretty much same for me. Um, but uh, more EDM, I guess, because Izzy listens to like, you know, it's not just EDM. You listen to like a bunch of other stuff, um, which is pretty good, you know. Um, but yeah, I it's pretty much the same for me. Um, the Porter Robinson album, the um, uh, Mamie Dofu, really good. Um, what else? Uh, really enjoyed. Um. Just gonna just gonna open my Spotify real quick. <laughs> See what I'm into. Um Oh yeah, AU5, obviously. AU5 is always great for inspiration. Um and the the new Virtual Riot album was was pretty good. Um Yeah, so stuff like that basically. Um and, and pretty much everywhere. I get inspiration from like I'll watch like a video. Maybe I'll watch some like meme video and there's like some sort of like sound effect that sounds really cool and i'll just be like <laughs> okay i'm just gonna take that see if i can do something with it so i, tr- I pretty much get inspiration from everywhere mm-hmm. so so like you guys seem to you know draw a lot of you know similar inspirations together you know like what you talked about with you know a lot of like porter robinson virtual riot uh maybe Adofu, like all them like it's really kind of cool to see that you know you you both share a lot of similar you know inspirations when you guys are creating music together yeah we literally share like a spotify playlist that has like mm-hmm. i think 500 songs or whatever and we add to it all the time <laughs> and like I, I i like like literally all the songs that are in there um yeah. so <laughs> yeah and so then uh together you know as a duo what what is your favorite song that you've made to like that's out now. I, I usually when I ask this question, it's always like, 
oh yeah, the stuff that isn't released yet. But you know, that's that's an obvious answer. It's so. true. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> that's yeah. a really hard question. Um, yeah. um that like we oh <laughs> we're both like thinking here, like, oh this is this is hard. I'd say maybe for me, like the the Need You Now remix for me, because like that was really fun. Oh yeah, I did have a lot of fun on that. That's true. Yeah, yeah no, I, I think I, I think honestly that one. Uh our newest release Stardust was fun also, but like we we didn't we we did like obviously it was like 50-50, but like Samsung had like a lot of ideas and they were very good and stuff. Um but if it was man. just like yeah, shout out Samsung. But if it was just like me and Izzy working on something uh by ourselves, yeah, the Need You Now remix was really fun. All the different <laughs> sections and yeah, it was pretty fun. All Shout right. out Mar 6 as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so then, for both of you, how do you feel that both of you, just as artists, have evolved? Like, not only, like, separately, but also, you know, together as a duo. It's taken, mm. like, a lot more seriously now, I feel, than, like, we used to. Oh, yeah. Um, it's <laughs> definitely, we definitely take it way more seriously than we used to. And um, that's fun. Like, I honestly like that in a way. Um, and it kind of like we have goals and aspirations and all that stuff that we try to reach towards. Um, and I think that's I think that's like what's changed the most, because before we'd just be like, hey, let's do this because it'd be fun. But now, like, you know, we're working on stuff with like deadlines and like we're working with um we're working with Exabolt a lot recently, especially. Um because we helped them out with definitely like, a lot this year yeah mm-hmm. um exo fest was a thing that happened that was really yeah. fun um it yeah, was really more, fun organizing that yeah yeah we helped the organize Xbox that crew. too yeah yeah, yeah. The, that kind of stuff like we just take it a lot more seriously now i feel um than we used to like that's how i'd say we've evolved yeah we learn off each other and stuff so it's very yeah. very good mm-hmm. All right. And then another question is just kind of what is it that you guys enjoy about, you know, being artists? I'd say mm. like meeting all the like everyone and like like literally we've made like most of our friends through this. I'd say. Uh, oh, yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, like we we have we're like we I'm really grateful for like the friendship group that we've kind of built um with this all and uh stuff like uh, it's just it's such an honor to be able to like be friends with a lot of these people and like and that all really kind of spawned from this and i'll just like reading all the um like the nice comments we get on the uploads makes me like you know make sure i'm i'm doing something right you know um Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just like the the attention um the attention the just like the responses that we get for things that we make and then the friends that we've made um also it's just fun so i guess i guess that's pretty much it and so then i guess you know a related question to that is what has been the most challenging aspect of you know being artists whether it's like being a solo or you know together as a duo ooh that's a, a hard question a lot of sometimes we'll have creative differences as a duo you're not if you're just like on your own you have you're you're the boss right you got you can do whatever you want you don't have anyone else saying 
you know, what, you, you know, if there's like feedback or if there's like a part that, you know, the, the certain that you don't like. But in like a duo, you got to like work together. And if one person doesn't like something and the other person does, you got to somehow compromise in a way that both are happy about. Um, so we've had a bunch of we've obviously um, we've had a, you know, a lot of differences and stuff we want to do. Normally we can compromise. It's nothing like awful. But yeah, sometimes we'll have things where it's like, wow, I really want this to happen or I really want the section to be this, but it doesn't happen in that sort of way that we want to. But in the end, it usually works out. So but I would say that is the the hardest it, being a duo anyway, um, being an artist. Um, mm -hmm. And what about solo wise then, would you say? What would you say uh, that the most challenging aspect is at like by yourself? Neither of us have actually really worked solo in a really long time. I mean, like, I had, like, a bit of an off, like, thing for a bit. I, I did, like, um, I worked with Skybreak on the Above the Clouds album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, I was listening to Oxygen that, earlier, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but apart from that, honestly, I, I haven't done much solo stuff. I, I have, like, one thing that I've done since then that I have, like, finished. And that's about it. Like we don't, I, I, we don't really do much solo stuff anymore. But sometimes we do. And um, honestly, it's more of like when we do solo stuff, it's more like to have fun than like. Yeah. Oh, it's more man. just like a break, like not yeah. in like a, a mean sense. It's more just like let's. Just, I'm just gonna make this song, do whatever I want, and just there, and just throw it out. Um. But yeah, working as a solo artist, I I did work as a solo artist for like, uh, I think like like two years. I felt like a really long two years. But you know, I was about to ask you about that because like I knew that like Izzy had a solo alias, but like I couldn't really find too much information about you guys on the internet. So like I was like, hmm, what's date? Did David ever have a solo alias? <laughs> uh, I did, but it was before Infiler, so it was okay. way long ago. Yeah, it was like twenty fourteen. Okay. Um. But yeah, back when Infowler was just a solo alias, solo alias and it was just me, um, it was kind of hard. Because as a solo alias, or and, and just as a person, if you're just starting out, you have to somehow make a really good song, promote it really well, get really good art, vocals maybe, you have to pay for that as well. So And you we'll have do to your you own. Know, advertise. Yeah, basically yeah. just all on your own. So that I think that was my difficulty when I was doing it just solo is like trying to do all this stuff when the song came out trying to promote it i would send it in like every discord feed or not feedback like uh the self promo channel and like every discord server so like yeah it was it was pretty crazy mm -hmm. so i i think like nowadays it's kind of would you say you found it i guess easier in a way to you know be like I think the whole kind of general idea that we've been kind of getting at here is that you guys find that it's just a lot easier to work together than it was to, you know, work solo, which is like why you two work together and, you know, continue to. Yeah, that's basically it. We yeah. just, we're just being in a duo is like really helpful for us both. Um, cause we get like twice as done like fast, fast, twice as fast. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, so another question I have for you is, I mean, yeah, you two already collaborate, but a, a question I always love to ask people is about, like, their dream collaborations, and is there, like, anybody who they'd love to collaborate with, 
And I mean, this can go, I guess, either way, this can go for if you wanted to collab with them as a solo project or, you know, under the Infowler alias. You know, like a lot of our the collabs that we do, like already have and that are up is like a culmination of like either David or me messaging each other and being like, yo, it'd be so sick if like we did this. And like we ask and like like that's how Stardust happened. Um, we really like a song from Sam called New Plan. And also, the, I think there's a new one called Dreamland as well. That's, like, really good. Um, good. And um, so, like, we really like those songs. And, like, we knew Sam uh, already, so we wanted to ask. And then, like, the same thing happened with um, uh, Disdain and Mark. We wanted to collab with Mark and Aaron for, like, so long. Uh, and, uh, like, we we decided, like, it'd be really fun to do all nighter five together i mean we were we were gonna try to um all nighter four but um in the end we just like couldn't do it but um all nighter five we did it and it was genuinely i look back on that as like still one of the best nights i've had (laughs) it was very fun and like if you want to talk about like people who i'd like to collab with like i would really love to collab with um may may yudofu for sure that'd be like so cool oh i think um agreed i really like inverted silences stuff i think that would also be really sick um yeah yeah Uh, it's funny because i was talking to i had talked to inverted silence on the show and he kind of like had been sending me just like a lot of just like a lot of the japanese edm stuff like camellia and maybe udofu and like stuff to get into and i was just like super just like impressed by all of it and kind of was like it was weird because I hadn't really, like, I had listened to some of it before, but I hadn't, like, really gotten, like, done, like, a deep dive into it. And it's just really kind of crazy, crazy music. Yeah, no, like, that that whole scene is, like, it's, it's like, that, it, like, I mentioned before, like, that really good 2014, 2016 era of music. It's like that, but, like, if it continued evolving down the mm-hmm. path it was going... And like I love that, and there's so like there's so much innovation there, and like so many cool creative ideas. Uh, I just really, really like it. But I see that like a lot. I see like what you're talking about, where with the whole kind of you know 2014 to 2016 underground EDM styles, and if they continue to evolve. And I think with labels like Exobolt, for example, we're seeing a lot of names who kind of are kind of bringing an evolution of that sound. For example, like. I've always kind of thought of, you know, color base as being that's something that really, you know, kind of sparked like initially in kind of maybe that era, but has mm. only recently like started to evolve and like become like a big thing now. Cause I feel like even with artists who weren't necessarily making like color base, for example, people like like Temanite and Panda Eyes and all the them weren't necessarily like making color base, but now we have people like Chime who, you know, has Chime, especially, who's just been like a major kind of pioneer of just color base and has been supporting a lot of small talent, including you guys. So, <laughs> yeah, true. it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that as well. Like, I feel like it's a thing that's been around for a while. It's just kind of getting that like booster recognition mm-hmm. now, especially now. Like, it's huge right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it, I think it's only going to get bigger from here. And I think like a, there's a lot of like underground, very creative talent that are doing really cool creative things. Like Zim is doing some really cool stuff. Um, 
Pleeg just announced like an EP on Never Say Die today, mm-hmm. which is like huge as Heard. a recording. Yeah, it's very like, great. Um, there's there's so much stuff like going on that's yeah. like so cool as well. I'm not allowed to say, but like there's some really cool stuff that I hear like in like the rushdown chat and like just around. I'm like, oh, it's always exciting like to see like all these people innovating. Like, um, Mr. Cool Tricks is doing some cool stuff too. Mm -hmm. Um, Just very talented people there. Yeah. And all right. So then another question that I have uh, for you guys is just kind of, uh, just kind of what kind of advice would you have, you know, given to you guys, I guess, before, you know, kind of used, like when you first started out, that's, that's the best way of saying it is like, what advice would you have given uh, when you first started out? And that goes for both of you. Um, Get piano lessons. <laughs> I kind of wish I got more into P- uh, like um, proper piano lessons. Um, because I, I, know, I know it's not really like a music production type thing, but like, I don't know. I've been I've been playing pianos for about like 10 years now. And I've been kind of just self-taught, just learning stuff, um, which is great and all. And I'm finally getting to like music theory and stuff. But I kind of wish that I got uh, at a young age, I kind of wish I got uh, taught like properly so I could be more, you know, musical, um, more have the ability and stuff. But um, for starting out, just like don't give up because I've had times where like when my friend left the, the duo like way back in the day, I was like. I don't know if I want to keep doing this. You know, I was a kid, you know, I was, I think I was like 13 when it happened. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I had to, you know, do school and stuff like, um, but no, I am, I'm glad that I, I persisted. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, there's probably more advice, but I, I can't think of it right now. And Izzy, so kind of going off of what David said there, did you have any like musical background before you got into music production? Um, not really, actually. I mean, like, I I I had taken part in like some stuff at school. Like, we had like some side curriculums you could take. Um, and I did that, but that was all mostly like theory. Um, not really much practical kind of like I I I like prior I didn't really know how to play like an instrument. I knew kind of vaguely how to play like I knew all the notes on the piano. So like if I knew the notes to something I could play it. But I don't really know how to play piano, you know what I mean? Um Yeah. I'm very much more into like the whole technical side of um production where like as David mentioned prior I do a lot of like experimenting and sound design need stuff. Like I have a ever growing folder that <laughs> of just me messing around with like weird ideas and stuff. I know like enough. Um, I know like the basics and all that. But um, yeah. No, I wish like I kind of learned how to play an instrument and stuff. Like my family's a very musical. Like my brother plays guitar and sings and all that stuff. Um, and like most of my family play instruments and sing. <laughs> um. So, but then if I was like to tell myself like any advice, like when I just started, I'd say like keep going at it because there are definitely times where I feel like I'm not like it's either like back then it would either be yeah, I'm not that great at this or it would be like I don't know if I like it. Um, but honestly, I'm very glad that I um stuck to it and that I'm here today. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it genuinely brings me a lot of happiness. So. All right. And then a related question that I like to ask people, you know, going off of that is um, 
is there any like advice that you give to producers like these like this new generation of producers who are starting out like what advice would you give to them um i'd say like keep on like experimenting and like kind of try try out new things all the time like i would i would try not to stick to like one thing i mean there's no harm if you find something that you really like doing stick to it like by all means like you do whatever the hell you want basically um (laughs) but um i think like if you're trying to learn it's always good to be messing around with stuff and um if you're messing around with stuff you'll always discover something new eventually i think um so yeah (laughs) yeah never give up never give up you'll you'll get big one day if you keep at it okay so then the last question the the last real question um is so before like we kind of close off here um with you know the terms of infowler going forward kind of what's next like are there any pu- uh, blah, plans for the future that we can expect from you guys that you know of course you're allowed to talk about um yes very very soon i'm still actively working on it though but um <laughs> because <laughs> trying to meet I, the deadline there's a lot of stuff to do still but we are we've been working on like a very big thing for a very long time and it's like at the very end of like being worked on and it's a like i it will it will be out very 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 soon and so stay um, tuned stay tuned we also have uh, we also have some more stuff planned for uh, the rest of the year uh, the rest of I the think. year i think it could change it might be early next year all right well since i don't know uh fun fact i do not know about this big project <laughs> I am very excited and I hope everybody else is really excited and I just really appreciate you guys, you know, coming on the show today. Hell yeah. I hope you, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Of course. All right. So that's going to do it for this episode of the keynote podcast. I'd like to give a huge thanks to David and Izzy for agreeing to be on the show today and just being so nice to talk to. Um, I'll be linking the collective Infowler social media in the description of whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on, whether it's like YouTube, Spotify, whatever it is. Anyways, I hope you guys all enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, please be sure to give me a follow on whatever platform. And I hope you guys all stay tuned in for next week. Thank you so much.